Mana Waker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast is supported by patrons on Patreon. To find out more or to add your support for as little as a dollar a month, visit patreon.com slash manawaker. Welcome to Manawaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast. I'm CB Derogi. This week, Thieves of Paradise by Joshua Grasso. We breathed the sickly subterranean air as we climbed over the crumbling sarcophagi. Our souls would be damned, our families would be cursed for a thousand generations. The usual propaganda to frighten the masses. With each scoop of treasure between our fingers, the glittering diadems and flashing rings and anklets, we further renounced our faith. Other thieves had come before us. The crown of eternity had disappeared, as had the votives of the gods, the scepter of the world-to-be, and other fabled riches. But a human only had two arms and whatever he could hoist on his back. No one could carry it all. To think, these were the leftovers, the fodder of a great civilization now vanished into the dust. That's all we came for, the scraps. Look, lapis lazuli, Bakri shouted, in endless forms, turtles, birds, monkeys, hippos. I had to take his word for it. The darkness was almost complete. Only hands and noses catalogued each item, judged its weight and value. Sweat trickled into my eyes and made me see things that weren't there. Dancing shapes, flickering lights, the walls constricting embrace. Bakri, the lights, we must go. Wait, I still have room, just a bit more. I knew better than to trust my bag. True, I had left much behind, but at least this way I could move and scrambling out was always more treacherous than sneaking in. Of course, most thieves perished not from heavy bags or physical exhaustion. They simply became lost. That's why we brought the stones. At great cost, we had purchased twenty from a great sorcerer, each one charmed to provide light when struck, for a few hours at least. I looked behind me, watching the lights flicker like stars in the morning sky, growing faint. Bakri, enough! Let us fly! I begged him, crawling to the entrance. I've found something! Yes! The sacred jars! Untouched! Just a few more. I have room for a few more. A combination of the heat and the gold lust had poisoned his mind. I realized he would never break free. I could stay here and perish, or run for my life. I called him once more, but he merely cooed over his finds. I crept out of the chamber and felt the coolness of a distant breeze. Before me, a faint light beckoned. I crawled a few paces, just past the mural of the gods in the marsh. It wouldn't take long. Behind me, I noticed one of the stones go dark. So much for Bakri. The stones led me down twisting paths strangely unfamiliar. A sickness churned in my belly. The murals had changed. Dark gods watched over me, cursed my path. Even the writing seemed to drip from the wall in pools of doubt. I began to breathe heavily, telling myself over and over, it's just the fear. You're not lost. You won't be buried alive. Follow the light. Clenching my teeth, I crouched forward, 
Once I reached the seventh light, I knew I was lost. Someone had moved them. A rival thief? If so, he had covered his tracks remarkably and left the tomb empty-handed. I had no choice but to go on, wherever they led me. Once I reached the eighth light, I heard laughter. The ninth led me to the door of a second tomb, smaller, less obvious than the first. It would be my grave. I crawled inside and found the remaining lights piled in a corner. Then laughter surrounded me, like the innocent delight of a child as he imprisoned a beetle and watched it writhe on its back. Have you come to play? What devil is this? I whispered. No devil. You'll find no devils here. This place is charmed, for I am Princess Aramtaka, and this is my paradise. Astonished, I looked at the walls, bathed in the light of the stones, and found pictures of the once famous princess being attended by women, dancers, and faceless slaves. On another wall, the child sitting on the throne, older now, a prediction of her reign to come, which never came. A final wall showed her funeral procession. The priests ushered around her body, weaving the spells that would protect her on the passage to paradise. Yes, I will play with you, gladly, I said, out of desperation. But let us play outside. Can you show me the way? I am not allowed to leave paradise. This is my forever home. Why can't you leave? I am bound to my tomb, she said, the laughter fading. I must sit here and wait for the gods. The poor child. She had died before the reign of the first archpriest, three hundred years or more. What if the gods can't find you? But this is where they look. The priests said so. The priests are dead. They left without you. A long silence. Long enough to consider all the ways she could kill me. Can... can you... take me home? I had a terrible choice to make. To abandon my jewels and take up her body, or try my own luck in the dark passageways. Of course, she might have been toying with me. I felt a cool wind at my cheek, like the lazy touch of a slumbering child. She had believed their lies, the promises of priests and holy doctrine. And this was her reward. To hell with riches. I crawled over her tomb and found the body, wrapped in its sheath like a loaf of bread. I dropped everything to carry her clutching her tightly against my chest. With panicked steps, I fled the room. The little voice squealed with laughter and directed me through the maze, like a doomsday game of Catch the Falcon. I collapsed at the entrance, embraced by the warmth of the sun. As I unstrapped the body, it crumbled to dust in my hands. The voice was gone. I could only think, only hope, that the gods had welcomed her home. This has been Thieves of Paradise, written by Joshua Grasso. For more information about Manowaker Studios' other projects, including books and games, visit manowaker.com, which is also where you should go to learn more about the authors featured on this podcast or to get details about submitting a story. The Flash Fiction Podcast theme song is by Kevin McLeod. Manowaker Studios' director of Dice is Ben Baston. I'm C.B. Drogi. You can follow me on Twitter and Facebook at C-B-D-R-O-E-G-E. Thanks for listening.
on the next installment of Manowaker Studios' flash fiction podcast, I ask, what happened to the old one? It was destroyed in a conflagration. A household wiring fault ignited a fire in Unit 4 of your city cell. Unit 4 is the Molina residence. I suffer a terrible moment of consternation. My humans, are they safe?